Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts. What is this? Reg does not like Cloud. He thinks he's a bit pompous and stuck up in a little sissy bitch. Well, rage time. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast. My name's Dan and I am a terrible person, Reg. Spoiler alert, I'm Reg. Yes. Hi, Hi Reg. Uh, and no one else. Just the two of us. Just, just the, the two, two of us. We can find out why you're a terrible person. Yeah. Do you know why I'm a terrible person? I have a confession to make, Reg. What have you done? It's what I haven't done. Oh, until damn. two days ago. I have go on if you want to guess that's even more fun go on um is it you realized you haven't paid your house mortgage payments for a few months now and you're miles behind and you're like "Uh uh-oh no super bank for not informing you is it no those those kids that were screaming outside before (laughs) silent yeah have you Got quickly went outside and said, I just need to have a quick word with Mrs. and just murdered them. Uh, maybe. Wait, right, okay. I'm just going to turn the video camera on and show you my, my blood-stained hands. Oh, No, Jesus. I did not murder children. It's fine. Oh. Gosh, Reg. Well, no. in that case. But it's worse. It's, oh. it's worse, Reg. Is it something to do with the pod? <laughs> I have never played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Until See, three days ago. The the thing that is weird about that mm. is because I know on what format you've played that on. And right. bear in mind, mm-hmm. you've obviously it's been out on the N64 for years. I'm not sure yeah. if you had an N64 or not. No. If you didn't, that explains I'll, why you didn't I'll play run, it then. I'll run through the, the, the story. So, yeah, I never had an N64. But, um, but go on. You did have a GameCube. I did have a GameCube, and, and did we have, were because at, I know, yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. We all, we got, all got them. <laughs> got the actual bonus yeah. discs for the. So Wind when Waker. um, it, that was it. It was Wind Waker, wasn't it? When Wind Waker came out on the GameCube, we were working at the game shop, um, and they did a pre-order incentive, which you basically got a um a disc that had, it had four Zelda games on, didn't it? I think three. No, it was three, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So you got Majora's Mask, you got uh, Ocarina of Time, and you got was it Ocarina of Time, but like a different the version, Quest. a Master Quest. That's it. So like a a, a slightly different version of the game, uh, like released for the first time on on disc. Um, and the great thing about it was they just sent loads to the shop and went, yeah, anyone who pre-orders it can have that. So you scanned it, and it came through at like zero pounds. It wasn't like this is a forty pound thing, but you sell it at the same time. Oh, the computer discounts it. No, it was zero pounds. So, yeah, we sold we sold each other a few copies. <laughs> we did indeed, <laughs> just one or two. So, yeah, I have that. But I had a GameCube, but I didn't I didn't play on my GameCube that much, to be honest. I was yeah, I think I was around the time that I had an original Xbox, and that was more my console of choice. I got a GameCube because I got it super cheap for working at the um, the game shop. Um. Yeah, and even when I had a Wii, because their back was compatible, I still never got around yeah. to playing it. And, you know, there are certain games 
that it's it's hard to go back to them on a home console on the TV as technology gets so much better and then you start playing games you know that, that look incredible and I know that's a bit snobbish to go oh it doesn't look very good but it, yeah. you know it's just it's it's they're a little bit less accessible <laughs> wow that, that's all just to go right yeah I'm gonna sit and play this one now rather than going here's a brand new game I'm gonna sit and play that because that's new out so I just never got around to doing it now I, I, I absolutely love Zelda games but what I love about Zelda is is the con the, the handheld console ones. I, it's more the top down or so, you know slightly diagonal looking ones. So the like isometric the first, ones. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, not quite. No, they're not isometric though. They are sort of you know straight on. In fact, have you ever seen? Um, it's either the new one. I think it's the Link's Link's Awakening. Um, oh, the remake the they just I did. Really yeah. Get that. They, they've someone's looked at, at the, the the sort of the, the the game of that like take you know taking it apart looked at all the, all the the way it's put together and repositioned the camera because the camera sort of look they, they it looks down at you know like a I don't know like a seventy degree angle to the ground but every um, every character model is like leaning backwards so every house is leaning backwards at an angle every person that is walks around leaning backwards so it it makes it look right at that angle it's weird so like that i would love to have that i would play immediately um so you know like i had on on the original game boy the um i think it was link's awakening and i've also had a link to the past um on the game boy advance the minish cap is i think that's my favorite zelda that was so good um yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I wish I still had it. I remember buying it and or maybe even borrowing it from, from the game shop and then giving it back and not never buying it. Um and then um the the ones on the the DS. So the Spirit Tracks was a bit boring because you're just driving a train around a bit. And that came after um Phantom Hourglass where you would sail around in your boat like you do in the Wind Waker. So you had all this freedom of this world that it created. You just sail around and go, oh, it's an island. And then they went, oh, let's take all that freedom and make you ride along some train tracks. But it I was... like that. So in the same way, mm. that I, I really do like Breath of the Wild. But sometimes I look yeah. at it and think, Christ, that's too much freedom for what I want to do. Well, that just, feels just like me straightforward yeah. dungeon Zelda. Here's your world map but it's not as big as what it looks like mm. like i like that kind of zelda yeah yeah that that feels like a different beast though that feels like look right we're gonna do something from the ground up and make it you know do let's do open world from scratch because mm. even you know you, if you look at something like even um link to the past or something like that, that's kind of open world <laughs> you can go almost anywhere you know, and fair enough, some things are blocked by, you know, oh, look, you can't pick up that boulder yet or you can't smash your way through that yet. Um, so it, it that that kind of does it in that way. But, um, yeah, and any of those, I absolutely love. I played through things like uh, uh, Phantom Hourglass about three or four times on the DS. Um, and the first game I played when I got my 3DS, like, a month ago, because <laughs> I'm that head, um, was... Um, the the I can't remember what it's called the sequel that they did to uh, a link between world worlds 
the one the sequel to Link yes, to the Past. Yes, I really want to play that. Which is amazing. That, yeah. that 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 probably if I start if I play through that again at some point, that might even overtake Minis Cap because the the mechanics of the um you can become a a painting on the wall and you know sort of merge in in this 2d world walk along the walls and stuff like that that adds so much so many extra dimensions and then the other world as well it's it's just it's so clever the fact that they've taken this game that was released however many 25 30 years ago and gone let's do a sequel but it's a bit boring if we just go well let's put you in exactly the same world because everything's going to be in the same place but then by adding this wall sort of mechanic it lets you access all these places you never accessed before and then suddenly it opens up the other world that there's a link between um and then it's a a whole nother game so it's really clever how they do it and that's great but i also bought when i bought my 3ds i bought um the uh ocarina of time 3d even though it's a 2ds that i bought but i feel like right i need to get into this need to give it a go and i started it and it, it is so far rather wonderful but um i i just felt bad i was just sat there going i can't believe it's taken me <laughs> what 20 years to play this yeah. game however much i love zelda i've never played it it is weird but it's like yeah. i i must have completed ocarina of time mm. i've probably the same amount of times you've done minish cap to be fair and lost cap but only because the n64 had hardly any fucking games out for it that i wanted to play Fair and right. when i did they were like 70 quid 75 quid exactly which which harkens back to now which makes me laugh when i was like i can't believe games going up to, to this much it's like it's not like the olden days I'm like, no um, do, do you remember the olden days when a mega drive game used to be 50 quid and when fucking like you know snares games were still 60 quid I've and it so now many times on this pod but I have a copy of VR Racing for the Mega Drive that I bought, when again, when we worked at the game shop. We traded it in for like a pound. I bought it for two pounds. And inside is a receipt from Woolworths, and it says like 95 pounds or something ridiculous. Yep. Because that was the one that had the, you know, the mini console built into it. It had the VR chip. <laughs> so it was so expensive. But yeah, exactly. Like discs are so cheap to make cartridges yeah. and everything that went into them was a big chunk of how of, of why um games back then cost so much because the you know the the actual technology costs so much to do yeah and now it's the other way around where the games just cost so fucking much yeah. to make the like Absolutely. yeah it's on cheap fucking plastic but yeah it now costs like a hundred thousand million but, yeah but at the same time it means that you know look at a game like um grand theft auto uh gta 5 like it, it costs you you can every now and again you can get that game for about 10 11 quid because oh, like, okay, we sold 700 million copies of this uh so you know any money is good money here let's just mm. sell it for for dirt cheap so yeah but it's it's people like me down that buy games when they're new oh no <laughs> so, so you know it, it's everyone's like you where they're like i'm gonna wait <laughs> yeah but my point is after after a while yeah. They're like any money now is good. Like seven years, we can. We've made our money back. Now. Yeah. Well, yeah, but but, back, but then, or in your sake, in twenty years' time, exactly. Like, guess what? I got older than PS5. It's also the accessibility <laughs> of it on, that, on, on <laughs> my little console as well. It's just really handy to just be like, right, whip out my Game Boy or my, my it, DS. Or whatever, it is 2DS. funny though because, like, we've we start obviously we we do this pod, and if you go back to this time last like. 
18 months, like, you know, nearly two years ago when we first started doing the Nerd OD. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, so this game's coming out. It's pre-ordered at the ready. This is purchased. Like, every brand new game is coming out. I've got it, and I'm loving it, and I'm playing it all. Yeah. And now, fast forward two years later, you're talking about 3DS titles. And I'm like, <laughs> if you've ever heard of Divinity 2, which came out in 2015, and then we're playing like Fire Emblem Three Houses, which came yeah. out two years ago. And I'm like, yeah. we are loving this. And we will talk about these titles as like the brand new fucking titles. It's like, now I just bought um, Aspire on the uh, Oculus Quest, which came out when the Quest first launched, what, in like 2016 or something? Okay, fair enough. Um, and I'll tell you what, it is fucking incredible. It is so good. Um, okay. We'll go back to Zelda in a second. I got completely way live. What's it called? Um, Aspire. A S P I R. So um, Aspire. E S P I R E. Aspire. The VR operative. The VR operative. Yep. Okay. Um, it's come out, and basically, it's Metal Gear, but for the oh, quest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had so much fun with it. It's amazing. It is such a good... It's still, like, one of the, the few titles that are, like, hey, we're holding our full price. And I'm like, wow, that's quite expensive for a quest game. Mm. But now that's one of my game, like, methods of choice. I'm like, well, fuck it. I want something I can delve into that's not, like, hey, build this for, like, a gazillion years and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just... It, it's a proper, full-on action classic. Um, but it also uses your voice in it as well if you want it to. So you can right. sneak up behind someone, hold up your trank gun and be like, freeze! And they like drop the weapons and start quivering the hands up in the air and stuff like, uh, and then you can knock them out instead of using the trank gun. Just literally just go, poof, with your fist. Nice. And stuff. Um, but it's it's really, really fun. And I was like, I wanted something that I could really get into and be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. I've not had that since. Pistol Whip. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, Pistol Whip is so good. And I'm like, I want something to be like that with. Everything else is like, yeah, this is fun. We've got this. Yeah. This is fun. Um, so, but sometimes you need a a game like a, just a story to make you want to, you know, drive yourself through the game. Yeah, something like Pistol Whip is a lot of fun and great. You know, like oh, I've unlocked a new song. I've unlocked a new song. But there's not really anything to be like, right? Where's this going? Yeah, that's Where's... it. <laughs> we had um, so on Saturday we went the um, we went the zoo with like 29 people. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> It was just pure insanity. It was so amazing. Just, just you, like, your party, social distancing. Yeah, just, just filled up party. like like forty percent yeah. of the park. Yeah, that was it. It was like no one else is allowed in. It's like a private party. Um, and then after that, we like left early because we had Ash's family come round to ours. Mm. Uh, so we let, I say we left early. The zoo shot at six. We left at like four. Um, <laughs> and then I picked them up and I let her cousin, uh, our cousin, or niece, sorry have a go at the um at the quest and she's like 16 and i forgot that you know like how your mindset works i was like Mm. i've got beat saber which is brilliant so i was like do you want to like you know cut things with a lightsaber like boxes of lightsaber rhythm action or do you want to shoot people in the face she's like well i want to shoot people in the face i was like well yeah i suppose that makes sense let's play pistol with um and i was like right okay now you've got two other choices do you want to punch people repeatedly in the face or do you want to pull robots apart she was like what do you mean pull robots apart and i was like literally use your hands and like tear off the limbs and she's like yeah of course that's what i want to do it's like <laughs> right okay i forgot how murderous 16 year olds really are <laughs> um, but then i forgot also how much energy they have compared to us 
like yeah. stuff flying off our fireplace like oh, wow. the, the light on the ceiling was shaking <laughs> it was like there was no space left in the living room that she wasn't going in about trying to like just rampage through and i was like holy shit <laughs> it was like entertaining to watch i thought i was quite energetic on the um on the quest mm. turns out i'm nothing compared to, to a 16 year old who's just like yes i'm loving life but yeah. like it's finished and she was like i need to get me one of them and I was like, yeah, thinking, of course you do. But they are pretty pricey, so you'll probably never get one. But, you know, fair play to you. She's like, yeah, like I'm really good at saving my money. I was like, fair enough then. And she just pulled out a purse, and she's like, yeah, it's about 400 in there. And I'm like, fucking hell, why don't you just carry around 400 quid on you? And I was like, that's impressive. But also, what the fuck? Um, yeah. If you want to leave your purse here, <laughs> daddy needs to pay some bills. <laughs> I was like, wow. But I was getting them to try like all the new things and it was it was really nice. But everything I've been been trying to show off to them, like, yeah, so this came out when the first when the quest first came out and like this did when this first came out. And then when I'm playing on the switch, it's all the old stuff. And I'm just mm. like, I, I like I need to get back in to go like, ooh, here's a brand new one. Like you know, red really quality cool. has no time limit. It doesn't, but for when we're doing a podcast. It's nicer to talk about things that people are excited about. It is, yeah, <laughs> but you know, that they played and forgot about like fifteen years ago. <laughs> you know, talking about our experience of playing games doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the the, the subject. We can be talking about stuff that's happening. There's plenty of news going on. So, but, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll 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 wrap up on Zelda. I was going to um, say how far are say, you? Well, not not very yet. I've I've, I've I've had so much to do over the last couple of days, so not played much of it. But um, the, the yeah, I, I, I've been having a look into because they released Majora's Mask as well on the 3DS. Yes. Um, yeah. While you can get Ocarina of Time for like ten, fifteen quid, you like you can't get um, Majora's Mask for less than about forty. It must yeah, have been really rare. It, it just yeah, it's crazy. Really Even crazy. like the N sixty four cartridges for it, if you have a look on eBay and stuff. Yeah, like, the the ones on the like the Ocarina of Time, still fully boxed, mm. can go for can go for silly, but usually go for like you know, fifteen quid. Yeah, Majora's Mask, even unboxed, still goes for like fucking thirty five quid. Well, I'm like, How? I've, I've got a, a sealed, like original shrink wrapped, boxed uh, Majora's Mask. I bought in a, a, a Cheshire Oaks outlet in the WH Smith's outlet when they used to sell video games for some strange reason. I bought it for about three quid. And I've never oh, I opened miss, it. I miss those days when mm. you, I used to work in a music shop. Oh, yeah. It was just long since shut down on there. And you used to just rock up and be like, hey, Reg, I bought you this. Don't know if you want to play it. And I'm like, Neverhood. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Like, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> it was like one of the greatest games of all time. And I didn't realise they, they tried to bring that to mobile. Uh, uh, wow. But um, oh, Ted Maple, the guy who created yeah. it, mm-hmm. um, basically was like, no, you're not having my licence and I don't want it going on a mobile. But they were wow. throwing money at him going, here's all the money. Like, just, we want this on mobile. And he was like, no. Wow. You'd think he'd want to earn back some goodwill after yeah um, army croc was army just croc, yeah. horrendous i mean he's gone sorry yeah <laughs> well no that's that's it really the only thing i was going to say is you know maybe once i've played these two zeldas for the first time maybe i should try and play final fantasy 7 for the first time you know what that, weirdly i know that would rage so many games <laughs> Yeah, well, that's one, and I'm like, just go for eight instead. 
eight is yeah. better. Well, I have them both. I own them both on the Vita. So I feel like I feel like and I know I know I, I, I trust your opinion that I'm gonna that I'm gonna find eight is better. But seven I just I feel like I need to I need to play. What do you I need do? to because... experience the story, I need to know everything. I need to be able to join in when everyone's talking about it. Yeah, because it is it is a good game. I'm not gonna lie and mm. say it's horrendous. Yeah. But I mean it must be because that is really what is what kickstarted really the popularity really in the West at least, you know. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. and it is really it is a really good game, but I just think there's so much more in Final Fantasy Eight than yeah. Fantasy Seven yeah. to indulge in. Like the I, in my opinion the characters are better in Final Fantasy Eight. I know I probably will get hounded if anyone <laughs> You know, once I have a pop at anything in this entire thing, it was originally you for not playing Zelda, not uh, <laughs> career time, and now they're like, oh, I'm going to rage about that. What is this? Reg does not like Cloud. He thinks he's a bit pompous and stuck up and a little sissy bitch. Well, rage time. But well, he genuinely is up until Advent Children, which he's fucking awesome in. I'm mm. genuinely not a fan of Cloud. Like, I, I, I need to play the remake. I, that's another yeah. one I was really excited about because. It's not technically a remake because the very end of it is just like surprise. This is actually a fucking new game. Yeah. It was, okay. So you've what? you've heard about this then? I, I, oh, I heard. I, yeah. Before I got released, I actually I was listening to a podcast, um, which surprisingly wasn't a critical role one, um, and they were like they were talking about something, and then all of a sudden I proper zoned in on it because I was working at the time, mm. and then I was like, are they talking about Final Fantasy Seven? Oh, right, so they've just ruined the ending for me then. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, Spoilers for everyone at home, but we so won't talk about it. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, there's a few people on Twitter that um, I, I know we were obsessed with it and they were, they've were they been streaming it and whatnot. And um, and I'd, I'd heard it sort of, it's almost like uh, this is an alternate universe or something, isn't it? Mm. So, but hence why the, you know, when, they, when they announced, oh, this is going to be episodic, um, it, it suddenly it makes makes far more sense why it's episodic now, or at least going to be in a two or three parts, because the first game is the only one really that is like this is kind of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. The second second part is going to be this whole new sort of avenue, um, and someone's gone back in time or something, changed something about how it, how it all ends, and I don't know. That seems to be the way they're going with it, kind of uh, a little bit. Um, End game, like yeah. perhaps. Oh, so <laughs> we were at work before. My boss has been off for a week, mm. and he came back in and he was like, "How's everyone's week been?" Then so we were like, chatted work stuff, which was just bleak. Um, and then he was like, "So outside of work stuff, we watched that. Um, I want to call it End Game. Is it End Game?" And we were like, "The Avengers." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we watched that." brilliant in it it's like have you watched infinity war and he's like well no because if you look and he pulled up a like notepad all right he's like um what to watch what to skip and he was like we watched endgame and then me and the wife were like we need to watch them all now he's like do we need to watch them all or is there any we can skip I and see. i was like yeah you can definitely skip some but now you've ruined everything completely yeah. <laughs> and i was like you're now gonna be watching what about 40 odd hours of entertainment for the sake of you already knowing what happens at the end of it all. Yeah. I was like, but oh, 
here's ones you can skip. And Mike was like just disagreeing with everything I was saying. So I was like, I, 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 I feel like there's just no point in skipping any. I, I, I couldn't sit through Iron Man 2 and 3 again. Definitely couldn't sit through it, Black Panther well, again. Do you know what, actually? 2 and 4. Two. <laughs> well, see, but I was, I was saying, I was like, oh yeah, Thor, Thor, the Dark Wall at the moment. But then that introduces one of the, um, one of the Infinity Stones. So, you know, there's things like that that they might be average films, but they're quite important in the whole story. But then you're right, actually, uh, Iron Man two and three. I don't think they have any bearing on the rest of it, do they? No, I don't believe they do. Yeah. But it's just, I think, if you properly want to binge it all and like yeah. properly get the lore and stuff do it. do it but if you just want entertainment for to watch with your eyeballs and not think too much about it i probably wouldn't be asked watching the the thor 2 and uh, you know the iron mans and no because the, the, the thing is he's watched gardens of the galaxy just because his missus loves chris pratt right so they were like, yeah, can, uh, I want to watch this. And he was like, yeah, go on, just like, I'll lend it off mic, it's fine. So they watched it and he was like, they're actually really entertaining. And mm. I was like, yes, they are. He's like, I have no idea what they're talking about or what they're doing. And I was like, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but he was like, and I want to watch Doctor Strange because I love Sherlock. It's like, that's not, sure. not, not how it works, but okay. <laughs> so it was, it was just entertaining because, again, going back through like years worth of films and stuff, you know, like, he's never seen any of them apart from like Gardens of the Galaxy. Mm. and now endgame and he's like this is brilliant he's like i quite like that captain america is like, i think we're gonna start with him it's like don't watch the first one <laughs> and i was like we will literally just tell you what happens but the winter soldier yeah is by far one of the greatest films that's ever been put on on film it's just phenomenal and he's like oh really and ash was like i fucking hate him it's boring <laughs> it's like, it's not. like it's fucking brilliant i love the winter soldier yeah. but it's just weird how so good how like yeah he just came random came out and went yeah watch that end game like because they literally just went on and was like oh. um like highly rated films and then game was like the one the top ones they had mm. on whatever street service was i think it was either disney plus or netflix or something and um it's like oh yeah go on then we'll watch that <laughs> i was like fucking hell like at least look into it and be like the sequel like the end of the avengers saga end then, game okay. end yeah. game it's just like it's just mental how he does it. I don't know how you can watch it without watching Infinity War. No, but then the annoying thing is now he won't have that. Oh my god, I wonder what's like who does. No, exactly. And I get, I get not. You know, fair enough. You don't get that year of like, just what's going to happen? I need to know. And then watching trailers where they reveal absolutely nothing and put fake scenes in, so it makes it look like something's <laughs> happening, and CGI people into scenes when they're not really there. But it, it just... You, there's so much that just surely doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, oh, no, we, we literally... And it would, and it would be boring. <laughs> it's, it's a boring film if you take it out of context. Because, mm. you know, I mean... T- I don't know. We went to see the midnight showing, didn't we? And I remember, and and it's it. You're always battling against like it's two a.m. What am I doing watching a film? But <laughs> I remember the first time. The great, really like the ending. It's just a bit, you know, nothing really much happens other than that until they get to the point where like right time iced. Spoilers. Mm. But the second time I watched it, um, it, I, I was awake <laughs> and I enjoyed it a lot, an awful lot more. <laughs> And it, it just sort of, it, it, I just realised, you know what, this is a different movie. This is, 
this is you know two thirds of a a drama, and then suddenly a third of it is an action film. Yeah. So not having watched any of the others and being thrown into that, and I'm like, why are they all just crying about people disappearing? And and you've got no you've got no build up of Thanos, who is you know in in those two films just one of the great greatest villains that's ever been put into a film. He's mm. just feels so menacing, and you genuinely feel like he's not going to be able to be beaten. But you've got none of that build up. You're just like, who's this purple guy that just shows up towards the end? Yeah, it's just <laughs> bizarre, especially when you see him at the beginning and they just cut his head off. Again, super yeah, spoilers, good point, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, uh, okay, that was a bit weird. And why is Thor fat? But anyway, yeah, yeah that's a really weird thing to do. They're going to have loads of really random so many. things that when they go back, they're like, hang on a minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wasn't he like, what? what? Mm. <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of um, Disney movies, yeah, that's, that's, okay. the, that's the best segue I'm going to get. Um, every now and again, there's someone on like Twitter or someone who works for a you know a newspaper or magazine or a website or on Reddit who goes, I've got insider information about this film, and they start you know leaking stuff. Um, someone on Twitter, uh, a, a, a guy whose username is I'm going to find this again. He's called Doomcock. Doomcock. Nice. Apparently, um, he has insider information that there's. Currently, there's discussions going on at Disney about Star Wars and what they're going to do. And apparently they have three three things that they're, they're mulling over. So the first one, which is apparently the least likely, but it is being talked about, is retconning the entirety of the, the uh, sequel trilogy. Yes. So the, the latest three. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, in the way that someone goes back in time... And says to Luke Skywalker, "Oh, don't don't try and kill uh, Kylo Ren. Don't try and kill Ben, because all this bad stuff will happen." And he goes, "Oh, okay, I won't." And then that changes the entire future. Um, which I can't see him doing that. That just seems, I don't know, that that seems like a real like a uh, big leap to, to to just write off these three movies just because some internet fanboys didn't like two of them. Yeah. Um, the second one would be uh, where are we? Um, to do a whole movie or a series of movies set after Return of the Jedi, but before um, before the the new trilogy, um, following Luke Skywalker, and it would be set in the sort of the Mandalorian timeline. So. The idea would be it could sort of link in with Mandalorian, but also the Obi-Wan series that's coming out. Mm. Um, And then the last one is that um, George Lucas might be coming back. Yeah. Mm. Which I, however unlikely I think that first thing we talked about would be fair enough. A, you know, if, 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 um, if he wants to do another Luke Skywalker movie, he, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm not sure whether Marham will wants to come back and do one. I'm sure that's far more important than anything. I feel like he had a nice, a nice bow out, and he, he has a lot of, you know, he gets some decent work out of it. Um, but I cannot, I cannot see them going. 
Yeah, look at all, all these directors we keep getting in to, you know, okay, we've got the Game of Thrones guys now, we've got, you know, we've, Disney have got the, the what's it, the, um, the, the brothers that did, um, you know, the Winter Soldier and, and Civil War and Endgame, they could stick them onto a Star Wars movie. They've got so many people to do it, why would they invite George Lucas back? Mm. I just That's can't it. see it. And, and the other thing is, if they did, right, brilliant, because the original trilogy are great. And I, I, doesn't matter who says what to me. I do not like the prequel trilogy. No, but they and they were George Lucas. They were exactly. The, yeah, and this is my point. So at the time, at the time, four, five, and six, like they are fantastic films, but mm. the script is fucking awful. I'm wondering if they got released nowadays, would they be as a big success? as what it was released back in the 70s because yeah. there was nothing really like that huge big pow look at this this is all amazing blah 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 going through if they released now they'd be like well they're all right yeah they but probably would exactly it, it was just be. there's nothing else like it to that, no. you know, that and course. that's the point because the scripting and like it was just the the, the whole idea it's it's banal really it's not really anything you know, like, oh my god, this is so incredible! Like he, his, his writing is poor, and that just goes to show it. When it was like the the nineties, and he was like, right, I'm going to do this now, the prequel trilogy, yeah. and everyone watched it and was like, your ideas are awful, like they they're not good, mm-hmm. <laughs> like not just with Jar Jar, but with like the whole, you know, the council, everything about it was just it, they were boring. They were they were not good films to watch, apart from that, you know, the 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 Darth Maul battle at the end of The Phantom Menace. That was the only good thing about that film. Yeah. Like, each one bit had a tiny little set piece, but you can't revolve a whole film around that no, and think, this it. is going to be fantastic. Yeah. So, bringing him back would just go to show that, yeah, it's like, that they're not good. And then people start then going, hmm, let's go back and watch the others again and just see if it's always been this way. <laughs> I just I don't believe it. I just think it's a bit of a mad one. Hopefully it's a second one. That's, that's my choice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fine. I, I like the idea of them. I mean, especially having Disney Plus. Fair enough. Look, let's let's just... The movies that they're doing, you know, they're alternating with Avatar. Let's give us something brand new. Mm. Set it... Well, brand new. Set it in the past. Set it in the future of, of what we've already seen. Do the old Republic. You know, do something in another part of, of another galaxy. Very, very far, far, far away. Um, But... I like the idea, like they're talking about, um, like you, Solo, I quite enjoyed. I thought it was I a good film. I loved Solo. I thought it was a great film. Really enjoyed it. What I was really mostly intrigued about that was having not watched like Clone Wars or uh, any of the cartoon series, I didn't know anything about the whole um, Darth Maul thing and him sort of losing the lower half of his body and then having spider legs and all that sort of stuff. So mm. for him then to, again, spoilers to come back to be in that briefly and hint at the fact that this was that Darth Maul. I was like, do you know what? Like, I like, I like the idea of this. If this is where the solo trilogy that they're probably going to do was going, which, yeah, that's what I thought at the time. Clearly yeah. not going to happen. That would be really interesting. I like the idea of that. I liked, I fancy seeing where, you know, what's going on with Darth Maul, but the rumors then are, well, let's bring that onto Disney plus as a TV series. Um, plus, in, you know, you've got the Obi Wan series. Great, sounds good. You've got wherever Mandalorian is going to take us. So, 
I like the idea of that. Let's have lots more stories where they can just tell whatever the heck they want. And if they want to give George Lucas something to do on TV, do it. But don't put, you know, something that is so big and important as the an actual movie, a new movie trilogy or a new movie release on that guy. Mm. Keep it away from him. 100%. I... I genuinely believed that when you were talking about that i thought i had an article off that you were going to mention i was like that's weird so right. while we're talking about disney obviously their purchases um mm. and things so brian singer um was um, having like a, a huge um expose uh, from the hollywood reporter oh, yeah yeah um have you heard about who was originally in talks to play charles xavier no <laughs> no no, I've not heard this is amazing. This. Okay, um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson met Brian Singer and the group of filmmakers before the X Men movie back in spring of '99. <laughs> Apparently, he wore sunglasses and refused to shake hands, which made which made his case for why he should play Charles Professor uh, Professor Charles Xavier, mentor, leader in what became the first big movie. <clears throat> Apparently, um, the X Men uh, producer um, Lauren Shuler Donner. Or, if you mm. probably pronounce that wrong, actually just looked at Michael Jackson and went, um, you do realise that Xavier is an older white guy? Um, to which he replied with, don't you know I can wear makeup? <laughs> and I'm like, it would have been amazing. It's so, so shit, but it would have been amazing to have Michael Jackson play <laughs> Xavier. Because <laughs> like I hate those X Men films anyway; they are shit. But that would have made it well entertaining. And, and I disagree with that. I really enjoy them, but that's not something we need to argue about. I know, I know, you didn't like it. In fact, didn't you? Did did you say say the third one? Yeah, I like the, the best Phoenix, of the bunch. That's, that's the only one which I is like. the one that that everyone, everyone said else. is the worst. I, yeah. I I like them all. I I've watched them for a while, but I I definitely watched them a lot when I was younger, and I really enjoyed them. But no, I can't. I can't see that. I cannot see that. Sorry, <laughs> you're gonna have to shave your head. You know, I mean, come on. It would have been the best thing in the world. Burn his hair off. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not gonna walk, but I'll moonwalk to my wheelchair. <laughs> That's it. It's just he's just moving his wheelchair backwards. <laughs> he just wanted to uh to, to live in a house with a bunch of gifted children. He did. Mm. That's clearly it. It's his second uh, Netherland. Yes, yeah, it was Netherland. Yeah, yeah. home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> but um, whilst we're on the subject of streaming stuff, mm-hmm. have you have you seen the slew of like gaming related projects that have just been announced from like fucking Netflix? Like, give me more, give me more, give me more, give me more. All right, no, not at all. Right. Okay. So first things first. Um, so we know that the the Assassin's Creed. Um, anime that's coming out to Netflix. All right, okay. Which is which is going to be awesome. That's done by the Castlevania team. Mm. Um, they're also now doing the Splinter Cell. Splinter, I saw about Splinter Cell. I hadn't heard that they were doing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed's been in the in the works for a little bit of time, yeah. um, and apparently they're still doing a sequel for the mm. film. <laughs> yeah. As well, um, apparently that's still going ahead. Yeah, that'll uh, happen at some point, which is a shame because I really enjoyed the first one. I just thought it was a really good, good fun, no brainer. Just crack on and watch. I know they got several things wrong with it, but it was quite entertaining. Um, 
it makes no, I mean, we probably had an entire episode where we talked about it, we did it just it makes no sense when they have you know a pretty well uh, to be fair even the games threw away the good what i thought was the good part of the story where you don't even they don't even care about you know um animus and all that sort of stuff do they anymore they don't look at any of that it's because but, that when they, they did a poll didn't they um where they they went through something great. like the internet told like, them yeah no this isn't that great all right let's just leave it out well, what they did was the I think it was something like stupid, like twenty five thousand people or something. They mm. they went through the the fan base who was on the mail list and was like, "How would you like the uh, the modern day interpretation of Assassin's Creed to be? Would you like it to be a an actual game on itself, like a spin off series? B mm. Would you like it to be integrated like it is now? Yeah. C Taken out completely, or D Would you like it in another form, like a series or a graphic novel set, or some right. comics or multimedia, however you want it? Um, and everyone's like, do it comic form. So they're like, hey, okay. So it's now going to be the modern day stuff is going to be yeah. all used in like I just, books, I, novels. I really liked. Comics. I really liked that aspect of it. I liked that this was sort of you know I I could see where it was going, and then it just didn't go anywhere. Mm. You know. It's just a nice little aside from the main game, and it sort of explains what the whole point of it. Having not played any of the more, much more recent ones, is there any of anything even remotely like that? There's there's tidbits in it because surely nothing. you still run up against uh, uh, an invisible holodeck type wall at certain points, and then when you die or you load up, you you have a a weird sort of blue screen oh, yeah, that you run still, around right like so how do they explain any of that like you're not you're you're not one of your you're not and what's the opposite of an ancestor you know one, one of you're not part of the family you're you're not playing your ancestor anymore you still are but the whole arc of the golden apple or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. in the ancestors stuff that's all now way like to yeah other other formats but it didn't even a, get resolved right it mainly did with with desmond's um arc right the whole thing okay. with desmond like the most of it was all wrapped up nicely mm-hmm. with that when spoiler alert, like he dies in assassin's creed 3 right. um but it was all quite nicely done then and then they were like right okay we so we've done what we sort of really need to do that's just as they do stretch it out with other little things and bits and pieces like yeah. they do with everything fucking else in that game um so yes yeah, so we've got that <laughs> we've also now just today has been announced um they're going to be doing the uh, beyond good and evil movie uh, mm. on netflix yeah so that, that's station, that's which, been, they've been talking about that for a while as well haven't they but but that's official it's, now it's now official it's coming from the um rob letterman you know the dude who did detective P- uh, pikachu okay yeah so mm-hmm. it's coming from that team yeah um which is awesome so it's going to be live action mixed with cgi as well nice so when that, I've, why has it gone so quiet on the game as well? Well, this is why people are like, is the game still coming? And is this what we're getting now instead? Or like, what what's happening? Um, and it is still going ahead. Um, they're going to be doing on the 6th of this month. In fact, because we're in August now, aren't we? Fucking mm. hell. And 6th of August now, we're having another state of play by Sony, uh, which yeah. is showcasing a lot of... It's not, nothing to do with PS5. PS5. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be PS4 third-party titles and PSVR titles um, that are going to be showing off, and I yeah. think they're going to be showing a little bit of um, 
a little bit hopefully of footage from this okay uh, which is coming out um and they're also going to be showing off i believe which is just slightly off topic for a second but irritating as all fuck um we were talking about the avengers before and you know mm. the marvel's avengers game is just coming out which looked all right it played quite fun but it wasn't yeah anything like, this is oh. one of the things i wanted to I, I i had to talk about actually so yeah go on so the the announced is going to be four heroes post dlc uh, like post game yeah. dlc for free what, which is nice yeah which is awesome for a change mm. as well mm. especially with fucking being square enix um they were like right first one here's the teaser trailer yeah. and it's his, hawkeye, hawkeye yes. and he looks awesome he looks like, like yep. the new, the rebooted Hawkeye from the comics, which is great. Really good. Really, really good. He looks exactly like, like he should from that, which is nice. Yeah, I, I love it. I think I think that's a really, really strong look for it. Mm. Um, and now they've just announced that, yeah, the internet rumours were correct. Spider-Man's going to be a PS4, uh, a Sony exclusive. So, yeah. Now, I'm curious about this. Because I I, the, I saw two things. I, I just saw, you know, the straight post on Twitter saying, right, Spider-Man's coming. And then I saw uh, someone we follow post about it saying, look, they, this is this is a bad idea, guys. We, it, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's really big on Destiny. Um, and he put up about, he said, um, they, did, you, they did this with Destiny and the fans hated it and it nearly killed your launch. Um, like there was some character or some level pack that was going to launch on PS4 exclusively. Um, mm. He said, you need to rethink this. But, but, but the thing is, surely people realize Spider-Man is a Sony thing. They, mm. There's no way they would give this character, especially after how big the Spider-Man PS4 game was. They're not going to let, let any of the console just have a go at Spider-Man in, in any form. <laughs> so that's that's why it's not just them going right okay what character can we do here that that you know what can we pet in like no no there's no you, you you're not allowed sony would not allow it to happen so i totally get it yeah but the, this is just again another reason why console exclusives suck yeah Oh, I also saw someone saying yeah xbox owners get got get spawn and uh switch switch um Owners get Link. Yeah, I was going to say. If you remember, that. yeah, it was Soul Calibur Four, was it? It was. I like. And you got y- Yoda on one of them, and in fact, actually, I had I had all three because I had Hitachi on PS4 on the PS2. Yeah. Um. Then I had Spawn on Xbox and Link on the uh, on the GameCube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was all fun, but mm. yeah, that anyway. just that really wound me up, like mm. massively wound me up, and um, the fact they're doing that, um. But yeah, sorry, going back anyway to the the games series. Okay, and yeah. Whatnot that's mm-hmm. coming out. Um, yeah. So on top of that as well, um, they announced last month um, that Dragon's Dogma anime is coming out as well. All right. One of the most underrated, fantastic third-person RPGs. Mm. It was it was such a, an amazing game, and I don't can't believe it didn't get the love that it deserved. They've been, mm. even remastered it now for the the PS4 and the and the Xbox One. Yeah, um, and it, it got nowhere. Is it like people still aren't picking it up. Soulsborne type thing. Type. No, no, it's it's yeah. it's it's genuine. It's like it's a proper proper old school medieval-y type RPG. Right, uh, but it's third person it goes around like you do. 
die um, in it. Like at the beginning, you're dead, and you you come back, and you've got like um, they're called po- pawns. These little dudes that you craft, so that you can create your own team and your mates. You, you if you've got the game, mm. your character, I could have as a pawn in my game, so I can still like. You know, you can go off and do whatever you're doing in your thing, but I can have your character, and then your character can go back to your right. world with items that he's got from my game and stuff, um, mm. which is great. But it's the combat in it, the combat and the the bad guys. Like the the second fucking enemy you ever come across is the um, Cerberus, like the big, huge, three headed dog. Right. And um, you you come across that, and he's gigantic in size, like stupidly huge in size. But if you're a warrior or like a paladin, whatever it is, it's close combat. You can run up, you can jump on them, and you can literally ride them and like stab them. And the, the griffins that fly up in the air, like you can jump onto them as they're flying by the leg, climb up them, and start attacking them from in the air and bring them down to the ground. Mm. It's like it was just insane, like the amount of detail they put into that game, and it got nowhere. It was so upsetting. If you've got a chance to play it, seems to talk about old games that we love so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. A, a thousand a million percent go yeah. back and play that it's the same as like kingdoms of amalur it's like that was an awesome title that again it got went nowhere despite how good it was that was a bit more fably than uh than dragon's dogma mm. um but that's that's coming out in september um a brand new version of it so they've got dlc which is coming out for it as well which is mad so they've got like a remastered version of it all hd'd and sexied up and whatnot yeah. Um, and then, like, right, we're sticking with it. We're going to give like more DLC to it. We're hoping it's going to like churn through and it will get the actual like um, recognition it deserves and stuff. And okay. I'm like, it needs to be because it was a fucking great title. Mm. I don't understand why it it just died. It's so weird. We um we sort of whizzed past it, but one of the games you mentioned there came turned into a into a series was Splinter Cell. Yes. Now. Splinter Cell, in the last, what, let's say, eight, seven, eight years, the only the only games that have been anything to do with Splinter Cell have been uh, Ghost Recon, <laughs> right? Just a, an add-on, a character in Ghost Recon. Yeah, so you had the, the character add-on on Ghost Recon, and mm. you also did a, um, a really poor mobile... A heroes game oh, like yes, Ubisoft characters right. and he yeah. was in that as well but he's not they've literally not brought him out for anything no. other than those no yet they're like oh well this is beloved enough to uh, to have his own cartoon series yeah it's weird I mean apparently the um, the, the they were going to do the film weren't they with Tom Hardy um, as Sam Fisher mm-hmm. um, and it's only recently well, they've gone, yeah, we're having to sort of class that as inactive for now because we're, we're following on from this. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the, the bringing back uh, Michael Ironside as well, apparently, to, to voice him uh, yeah. in the actual series, which well, is the The, the last movie. game they did, he was in, wasn't he? But the games... Bef- no, the last game they did, he wasn't in, but they brought him back for the Ghost Recon yes. uh, character. Yeah. Because that was part of the reason why people kicked off so much about Blacklist. Not only was it not a great title, mm. but the fact that they didn't have Michael Ironside as him, and he had no idea why he wasn't included in it. No. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I, I, I don't know why either, because it should have been. It's odd. It's just, it, they can, I I cannot believe that they uh, they would do it and not have a game 
ready to come out. So I wouldn't be surprised if at some point there was a new one. They just it wouldn't make any sense to them. You need that. No, it's, it's it's got to. I think this is yeah. I think this is why they're literally doing it. Yeah, needs to be like, hey, so everyone still loves Sam Fisher, right? I'm like, yeah, but I don't really watch anime <laughs> or cartoons and anymore. No. Yeah, and so, but, it's, it, but the thing is, things like um, what was it? Um, the Castlevania anime has been really, really popular. Yeah, and it, I watched the first two episodes of season one and loved it. Yeah, but. If you've got the chat, like uh, my my time is quite precious, and I'm like, what do I want to watch? I want to watch something good that I can properly get into live action, or do I want to like, sit off and watch cartoons for a bit? I'm like, you know what, I'm going to actually watch something live action that I really want to watch. Fair enough. <laughs> so it's it is one of them, but like it is a shame because again, they're great, and that's that's been announced. It's getting a fourth season as well. Yeah, um, which is awesome. And again, so staying on the same sort of topic of games and netflix and mm-hmm. anime things you see that ryan reynolds is apparently in talks to do uh, dirk the daring for that for thingy uh, dragon's lair that's apparently the movie is going to be coming out to netflix okay as long well, as everything goes all right oh but please do it as a choose your own adventure type thing like uh, like they did with bandersnatch and that um kimmy smith um, movie they did recently <laughs> well what we're talking about interactive movies okay do. um so dc had a had their little showcase um that they they do every year right um when they show off all these things and they're doing the um animated uh film for death in the family batman okay uh, in this and they're saying it's going to be their first to feature interactive storytelling elements in it oh that's interesting which is awesome because if you remember it's one of the, the big huge things in the original comics of this and story arc for it was there was a telephone number in the back page where you got the choice like did you want Jason Todd to die? Oh yeah. Or did yeah, you want yeah. to live? Well they're bringing this back oh, wow. in the interactive form where you actually get to choose do you want him to die or do you want him to live? And obviously the story will move on from there. Um but they're saying that it's it's not just going to be that choice. There's going to be several choices which will show how the actual um, the film will progress. So they were saying one of them is yeah. So you can you can choose. Do you want you want him to to die or do you want him to come back? Do you want him to come back as the Red Hood or do you just want him to come back as something else? Um, there's, there's apparently m- multiple multiple uh, arcs in which you can go through. Okay, uh, threads that you can go through to make the film uh, completely different and how you want to play it. Which I'm like, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So I do really want to do that so I, I, that's after me just saying I'm probably not going to watch animate stuff that's that's one I'm like <laughs> oh, I do love that story arc so I will watch that yeah because it's just a film I'm like yeah you know what won't go on for long so I'll I'll watch that that would be good yeah well that's the thing it's when oh I suppose no if it's like that and it's 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 not a uh, like did you watch the black mirror Bandersnatch episode. No, I heard really bad things about it, so I never. Uh, to be fair, if, not, if you like Black Mirror, it was, it was Black Mirror. But the thing is, you know, it's probably like a forty-minute story, but it can take you an hour and a half to two hours to go through because there's all these loops back. You know, if you don't, if you don't pick the right thing, you're going to end up back at this other part where you got this to make this choice again. So you end up going through the same things uh, a little bit too often. That was the only downside of it. 
So right. you say like, you know, oh yeah, it'd be a nice short thing. Well, yeah, it could be unless <laughs> unless it does something <laughs> like that. But hmm, I don't know. I, I, I like I like that we can do this sort of stuff now, though. I like that Netflix have sort of built this there. Uh, you know this platform to be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, choose your own adventures. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what would be amazing if 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 I mean no no one at least over here has the rights to this program, but for them to get the rights to this program and then do a um, choose your own adventure style movie, twenty four. Okay, <sighs> <laughs> how awesome would that be? The, the point that I mentioned in twenty four. Is do you know Keith? Well, first of all, I've I've just uh, I've finished season eight. I have one season left, mm. and then I'm done. Unless I decide I want to watch Legacy, which I will never do again because it was terrible. But I anyway, only ever watched the first three. Yeah, so I think of that. So I'm like, bad. Yeah, I'm not doing any more of that. Um. So Keith Sutherland's got a new uh, TV series out, kind of. Um. It's you know the Fugitive. Yeah. So it's the fugitive, basically. He plays the the cop hunting down this fugitive. Um, but it's on Quibi, which... I don't know, can we get Quibi over here? Quibi was like this mobile video platform that's been created. Yeah, um, it's so weird, this, isn't it? I don't want to say Quibi. Quibi is quick bites. So it's really short, like 10 to 15 minute episodes. Sort of like... I think they're like, hey, look, people go on YouTube and they watch like 10, 15 minute videos. Um, so what if we put some money behind this stuff? Got some really big actors, big directors. So Steven Spielberg made something. There's so many big names on it. Um, and they release these shows. And the quite cool thing about it is that you can watch it vertically on your phone or you can watch it horizontally. And they must have edited each episode so you can just spin your phone, you know, mid episode and it, it it'll change to the right you know, to the right size <laughs> for your screen and it when you've got it vertically it focuses on the right part. So it's it's a nice idea, but it's like it's not very much, it's something like four or five dollars to subscribe to this. And when you subscribe you get three months free to try and get people interested in it. But um even though you'd think, you know what, everyone's at home, there's this big, you know, lockdown people want to watch stuff people want all this new content uh it's not taken off and they're blaming the pandemic because they were hoping that people would be going to work and sat on the trains or buses or whatever (laughs) or on their lunch break watching these programs but either way they're still plowing on and this is the new series that's come from that so um but Kiefer Sutherland had had an interview with um with Forbes about it I'm just reading Um, it now this is hilarious (laughs) I mean do you know what it's it sounds actually pretty good it sounds like a really quick 24 because it's like 16 episodes that are 10 minutes each or something like that. But um, they had like the main things where they had these story beats that would be at the beginning of end of each episode. So they could, it could cliffhanger it pretty well. Um, but in this, he, he was quoted as saying that he's been banging his head against a brick wall for a movie of 24 for so long that he's got a concussion. Um, Oh my god, the, really? The form that 24 could take doesn't matter to, to, to me as much as the quality of the story. Someone comes up with a great story that can be told in two hours, then we're going to make a movie. If someone comes up with a great story that could be 24 hours, we'll do the show. Ah, so he will come back. Yeah, yeah. He says, uh, he says it. I mean, it's spoilers again. Um, 
series nine, if I remember right, ends in him. Does he get taken off? Is it Russia or China? I forget. China, so, isn't it? Yeah, the last thing you know that that's he's 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 gone. He doesn't even he doesn't get his happy ending. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. Which so is to bring that back. The worst ending in television history. Mm-hmm. Well, not the but it was just the most heartbreaking and yeah. just like unfair, mm. unfair end. But I just love the fact that you said um, at the beginning of that interview. Um, I was just having a quick read of it and he goes yeah so the thing that enticed me about doing The Fugitive um, is in this character he actually he has a sense of humour he's like <laughs> yeah, I, I got to yeah, yeah he's like in, um, in 216 episode uh, hours of 24 I smiled once um, and that's when I was handcuffed to Nina Myers in like season one <laughs> he's like that's not a whole lot of smiling for 216 hours I was like no nope. you know <laughs> amazing but again when you think now, wow, 216 hours. Damn, that's impressive work, mate, for going back through that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> just like what? hours left. That's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so good. Oh, it's been good. <laughs> I like not having a job. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up with a, a, a one more thing style. Uh, and actually, this is a full circle. This is getting back to Zelda, to be honest. Ooh. So... Um, there's a, a an author that's <laughs> award okay here you go you know what I'm getting at here there's a, a award winning author by the name of John Boyne he wrote a book called The Boy in the Striped Pajamas which was made into a film about um, a son of a Nazi soldier and the son of a Jewish professor or something like that who become friends it's I've never seen it and I'm probably butchering the story there but it's something like that but anyway some pretty pretty well renowned deep books and he recently released a uh, a new book uh, called a traveler at the gates of wisdom um and there's a section where the narrator's um talking about let me let me see here setting out poison for tiller the hun and he uses ingredients including an octorock eyeball and the tail of the red lizalfoss and four hillian shrooms <laughs> they sound now, familiar Dan. this this is a serious book this is not like some fantasy world this is not you know the witcher this is actually you know based on something um set on planet earth um now someone someone reading that who clearly uh, also enjoys playing games was like hillian hillian shrooms that sounds familiar so googled these ingredients um and the first thing that came up is um the zelda wiki now apparently in um in the latest zelda that is the ingredients to a a poison so i don't know again having not played it (laughs) i don't know whether you've got to collect these items or something to make this poison right there you go and the thing is this person found that if you if you google something in particular that this guy must have googled for to find the ingredients of poison this is actually the first thing that comes up on google <laughs> so this fictional like recipe for creating uh creating poison so he went oh great there you go do and then added it into his book that's hilarious what what like but surely the uh the it's just adding the tail of the red lizzle foss 
an octorock eyeball. Yeah, how did you, you think? No, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, hang on. What have I stumbled on here? But no, <laughs> it's in the book. So it's either, yeah, he's an idiot or he was far, far, far too occupied in um in, in writing this, this book uh, that he didn't notice. Or he's a marketing genius and he thought, I'm going to slip this in and, and someone's going to notice it. And now look, his yeah. name's everywhere. People it's, are going to be genuinely buying this book just just to see this. It's going to be interesting to see um, if it gets taken off and edited and re- become, go back to print again with that coming in, because it's supposed to be accurate. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's really not, you know, that that's that's yeah. a massive <laughs> like a mistake. But the thing is, who, who's proofreading it? Surely someone should be proofreading it to be like, Yes, okay. I get why he's like, I read that, that's fine. How it's someone hasn't gone over it to be like, hmm. <laughs> I'm going to check what this animal is to see if it actually exactly. exists. Oh, wait, it's from Zelda. Right, maybe it doesn't exist in real life then. <laughs> that's fucking wonderful. Really insane. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. It does feel like a great marketing tactic. Yeah. yeah I'm going to sell thousands more books based on it. They were like, well, I'm not not into uh, tales of, of um, Nazi school children, but in fact, if the Zelda references, I'm in. Because <laughs> the thing is, now if you, I suppose, if you Google any of that stuff to be like, oh, how do I make this poison? Yeah. Like, if you're playing Zelda, then that book's going to pop up and be like, all oh, right, that's interesting. Right, I'll have a look at that then. <laughs> I'll have a note through that on Kindle. <laughs> Just mental. Crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, with that, I think we we will call it a night, Reginald. We will. I will. Um, I'll go and watch another episode of Umbrella Academy season two. Oh yeah, that's I'm, out now. I'm only two episodes in, so don't spoil anything. Well, don't spoil anything for me because we only watched the first one last night. Fair enough. <laughs> so, anyhow, again, in like six months' time, we'll be able to talk about it when everyone else is moving on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alright, cool, Leo. Okay, well, that was fun, Dan. Yes, thank you for joining me. Uh, it was indeed, and oh. also, while we are uh, waiting for next week, yes, uh, I do believe it's a special day for someone very special tomorrow, and three days after this, before this pod gets released. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hopefully people will be able to join in and it's say... True. It's true, it's Barack there. Obama's birthday tomorrow. Well, that and your lovely lady friend. Yeah, it's true, but she does like to tell me that she has the same birthday as Barack Obama, which is how I knew that immediately. I didn't even have to Google famous people with birthdays that are August the 4th. I don't know if anyone has a, the same birthday as me because I'm that special. Wait, what's your birthday again? March the 6th. Come on, Dan. No, I don't. You, you've only been with your lady friend for a limited amount of time. You've known me forever. <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, I just all I know is it's always when I go away. So your actual birthday date doesn't matter to me. It's just when I get back. I, you know, um, let me see. Tyler the Creator, um, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, Shaquille O'Neal's only forty-eight. He just—I thought he'd be a lot older than that by now. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I think that's about it. Oh. All these people, I have no idea. Oh, Michelangelo. The, the turtle? Well, the painter. So, did 
Okay, that's, that's not as good as... In the same date of birth? That would make sense, right? Hopefully, because that, that would be awesome. Kiki D. Kiki so, D. Wow. <laughs> so there's, there's no one like... I was about to say there's no one awesome, but obviously, you know, Michael Andrew is, is a pretty, pretty cool dude. So, I love, you know, I'm, I'm on famousbirthdays.com here, right? March 6th birthday is the number one most famous birthday on, on the 6th of March is Ellie Zeela. Who? Well, underneath everyone's names, it's got like, this is what they are, this is what they do. It says TikTok star. <sighs> Shaquille O'Neal is number six. You, you forever ruined my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking mine. In fact, I'm gonna first of all, I'm gonna see if if Obama comes up number one. If he does not come up number one for tomorrow, August four. Well, while you're searching, just quickly. Yeah, he doesn't. He's number two. Who's number one? After Cole Sprouse. Who the heck is Cole Sprouse? The sweet life of Zach and Cody. No idea. And he's Jughead on Riverdale. Ah, right. Okay. Seriously. Um, how is he more more famous than Obama? And well, Meghan Markle. She's number four. Well, <laughs> this is this is the worst the worst website. I can tell you the most famous person to die on March the sixth is okay. um speaker knockers. <laughs> what? Speaker knockers. Who was a rapper, apparently. Okay. Speaker Knockers was a rapper from 1994 to 2004. Uh, my birthday is uh, as Rupert Grint. In fact, I can't actually Google that because that's a work laptop. <laughs> what, who? Knockers okay. being on the... Uh... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, anyway, yeah, we were supposed to finish 10 minutes ago, but never mind. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hi, it's been a pleasure. Thank Birthday you for show. taking part with your ears. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the episode and uh, make sure you tune in on Friday for the new episode of Nerd OD&D as well. It's a rather entertaining one. Nerd OD&D. We have a new theme song. Okay, well, thanks. Use that. <laughs> no, <very laughs> See you. Toodles. Bye.